Welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this is a weekly show that explores the intersection of security, technology, and humans. I spend 5 to 20 hours a week consuming books, articles, and podcasts, which I then turn into a concise 15 to 30-minute summary and analysis. There's a summary episode every week, as well as periodic standalone episodes that are either me sharing an idea on a topic or discussing one with a guest. The goal is twofold, to keep you up to date on the absolute latest in security and technology, and to explore ideas that hopefully give you something to think about. All right, welcome to episode 225, starting off with security news and coronavirus. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services ran a flu pandemic simulation in 2019 called Crimson Contagion. And the key findings from the report sound awfully familiar. It was basically things like, we aren't prepared, we aren't communicating well enough, we don't have enough supplies. So all the standard fare. Amazon has deployed thermal cameras to detect fevers faster than with thermometers. Facebook will start telling users if they've interacted with harmful misinformation around COVID-19. It's kind of like contract tracing for bad information. Over 53 mobile phone towers have been attacked in the UK by 5G conspiracy theorists. And by the way, I got an email from one of these people and they were like, yeah, you're wrong about the Facebook story. You're wrong about the 5G thing because it's really dangerous. And he just went down the list of conspiracy theories and said I was wrong about them because they're all true. So definitely tested out my spam feature of my mail client. Uh, India has instituted mandatory checks on Chinese investments during the crisis in order to avoid China basically buying the country while nobody is looking. Got a cool story here on visualizing the occupations with the highest virus risk. Google is slowing hiring for the rest of 2020. Amazon is hiring 75,000 more workers to keep up with demand. There are multiple conspiracy groups spreading the narrative that Bill Gates wants to use his vaccine research as a cover to microchip people. Oh, by the way, this, this reader also sent me that and said that was incorrect and said that Bill Gates wants to kill everyone on the planet. Facebook has canceled all large events through June of 2021. And Frame is a mental health gateway out of Los Angeles that connects patients and mental health professionals. It's kind of a two-sided portal. Pretty cool idea. Riot Games is offering up to $100,000 to people who can find vulnerabilities in their Valorant anti-cheat system. Great team over there at Riot Games. You know a bunch, bunch of them. It's a really, really solid team. Zoom has hired Katie Masaurus's Luda Security to revamp their bug bounty program. Congrats to Katie for that. Rapid7 has launched something called Attacker KB, which is a service for crowdsourcing vulnerability assessments. It's an interesting entry into the quasi-bounty market where you're using collections of experts to solve tedious problems. And uh, yeah, this is really interesting. It's... uh, it's different than the standard standard approach there. 
what they seem to be doing is reading a vulnerability by how practical it is to actually attack it in the real world and using a group of actual attackers to do that rating. They might be doing more than that, but it seems pretty interesting. Attacker KB. Advisories. Patch Tuesday addressed three zero days and 15 criticals for 113 in total. There's a DNS hijacking attack going around targeting Linksys router users, and Linksys is notifying customers to reset their passwords. SAP patched five critical phones, and there's a nasty bug in VMware Center vCenter, which allows you to grab sensitive data and also add admin users if you're on the network without credentials. Companies. Awake Security has raised $36 million to identify threats on the network. Interface looked pretty cool, but who knows how good it is. Seemed interesting. Technology news. Lyft is pivoting to delivering groceries and other essential items while people are locked down. Stripe continues to do well, and they just raised $600 million at a nearly $36 billion valuation. GitHub is now free for Teams. Really strong power move here by GitHub. I think everyone else is freaking out who's competing against them. Verizon has purchased BlueJeans to get in on the video conferencing hype. House Party has had 50 million signups in the last month. Human News. San Francisco is experimenting with the relaxation of laws as a pandemic coping mechanism. Crowds are gathering around the country to protest social distancing. It's hilarious. Ideas, trends, and analysis. COVID will accelerate trends that were already coming. This is a piece I wrote, I don't know, within the last week or so. A vaccine won't return us to normal. Basic concept here is another essay I wrote. It's basically that the way people were sick before, like getting the con flu or being constantly surrounded by people who are sneezing and coughing at work and people sneezing and coughing on public transportation, basically all around us, people were sick all the time. We had the flu vaccine because people got the flu all the time, which means cold symptoms, flu symptoms, coughing and sneezing and just generally being sick was just kind of normal. And it was the type of dangerous that people ignore when they're exposed to it. And suddenly, when we get back to whatever, that is not going to look normal anymore. That is going to look super crazy. No one's going to know if that's a cold, if it's the flu, if it's COVID-19, or if it's COVID-20. No one is going to know. And that, I think, is going to cause more friction than people realize right now. So I don't think the vaccine by itself is really going to help with that um, calm. How Xi Jinping, new era, should have ended U.S. debate on Beijing's ambitions. Sure, I pronounced that wrong. The leader of China, basically. Um Yeah, his new era should have ended U.S. debate on Beijing's ambitions. This is a deep-level analysis on what China is actually trying to do. 
And so is the next paper, which is China's Vision for a New World Order. So these two papers, basically a deep view into what China is actually trying to do on the world stage. So really good reading if you get the time. Mark Andreessen says it's time to build. This is a really popular essay, just went around the internet last week or so. And he's basically saying that builders matter, right? And builders should be prioritized and we should just, you know, nose to the grindstone and build stuff and make stuff. It's pretty compelling. Um, although I did see on Hacker News already a pretty strong, like, counter or response to it. So we'll see what happens. Probably nothing. You know how the main characters in spy movies are always changing identities? And, like, they just walk through another checkpoint and they give a different passport. That, that's always confused me and annoyed me for, like, the last 15 years. But it's definitely becoming hard to do in real life because the technology of facial recognition and identity tracking have advanced so much. So you could basically subscribe to, I don't know, probably a very cheap service and be able to identify people by their faces. Updates. So this is really cool. Really excited about this. I'm releasing a new podcast interview episode this week. And the guest this time is Renee DeResta. She's my absolute favorite researcher in the space of misinformation campaigns. We had a really great conversation on multiple topics. And you will get an email with a direct link later in the week when it goes live. Discovery. Jumping Fox Notebooks. So one of my passions, which you probably know, is whole world of writing, pens, notebooks, and of course, typography. And uh, my partner and I took a calligraphy class with Brown Fox Calligraphy, which no relation, Brown Fox versus Jumping Fox, a lot of foxes, but it was a really cool class. We got to learn calligraphy and everything was right here in San Francisco. That was a couple of years ago. And uh, she just saw her doing like an unboxing and a talk through of this uh, notebook, which is called Jumping Fox Notebooks. And they're super nice. The best way to describe them, I would say, is they're like Moleskine++. Plus Plus. They're just, just higher quality Moleskines, uh, just much better. Uh, we got ours in the mail today, and it's extremely high quality all around. Cover, paper bookmarks. So if you have a fetish for writing in pens and pencils and notebooks, you should definitely have a look. Download networks. This is a script to download Shodan data for a list of networks in a text file. And this was released by John himself. The OpenAI microscope, how to massively over-engineer a WordPress install in AWS, this thing is hilarious. VPR is a vulnerability prioritization scheme from Tenable that uses machine learning to forecast how bad the actual threat will be for a given vulnerability. Interesting approach. And recommendations. If you absolutely must learn everything about this virus that's going around, I highly recommend TWIV. T-W-I-V. It's a podcast with nothing but virus experts and doctors discussing everything about the situation. 
It's so refreshing to hear actual experts talking about it amongst themselves in a conversational, sort of just open and friendly way. It's a really, really good podcast. And it didn't just start like to jump on this train or whatever. It's They're on like episode six, whatever, 600 something. So it's a regular thing for them. They're all experts. You get the latest possible news. You get conjecture, but it's informed, educated conjecture because it's you know, actual experts. And the aphorism for the week. Add a few drops of venom to a half-truth, and you have an absolute truth. Add a few drops of venom to a half-truth, and you have an absolute truth. Eric Hoffer. All right, thanks for listening to this episode of Unsupervised Learning. I believe ads are not just annoying, but that their incentive structure is toxic to the content creation process. So if you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it directly for just $5 a month or $50 a year, which is two months for free. UL members get the newsletter each week instead of just twice a month. They get access to the archives. They get access to the UL Slack community, where we share ideas and links about the topics we discuss here in the podcast. They also get access to the UL Book Club, where we pick a book a month and talk about it live as a group. To become a member, just head over to danielmiesler.com slash subscribe. And thank you so much to everyone who's already a member. Each of you is helping support a model of content creation that we really need right now. And I appreciate you greatly. We'll see you next time.